This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hey there. Hi. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and information on the parenting journey. We focus on adolescence here. We focus on personal growth. We focus on relationship. And I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Today's a solo show hosted by me, Casey O'Rourke. I'm a positive discipline lead trainer. I'm a parent coach and I'm the adolescent lead at Sproutable. I am thrilled to be here sharing raw, honest truths and vulnerabilities with all of you, inviting you in to my circle so that you can feel held and seen and celebrated as you move through whatever you're going through. Thank you again so much for being here. I'm honored that you're listening, and I hope that you have a ton of takeaways from today's show. Enjoy. Hey, hi, Joyful Courage community. How's everybody doing? We're five days into the new year. How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm feeling some things. I'm definitely feeling some things, but I will say today I went out and I took a long cardio focused walk with my dog, broke a sweat, got some steps, and I feel really good about that. Um, Also been doing the Healthy Habits Challenge on Insight Timer, that app, who has that app? They're doing a Healthy Habits Challenge. And every day there's some kind of practice today. Well, today was day four. Um, Was a flow writing practice, but there's been body scanning and breath work and different kinds of meditations so far since the first of the year. And I'm really appreciating that I am working on following through what I said I was going to do. And speaking of saying what we're going to do, saying and doing, I was also today on a webinar and it was all about time and time mastery. And I learned a new phrase. I learned some new lingo, which is the say, do, gap, meaning the space between what we say is important to us and what we do in that context, right? So if we're sitting with uh, 
here at the start of the year, my health and well-being is my priority, is what we're doing in alignment with what we say. Or if we say connecting with my family or connecting with my partner or connecting with friends is a priority that I want to center in my life, how aligned is our actions, how aligned are our actions and our doing to what we say is important to us. So I thought that was kind of awesome. I'm appreciating my own personal exploration around the say, do gap. Because when it's a big gap... You know, things feel wonky, things feel wobbly. And so being willing to take a look at that place and doing an inventory around how closely aligned our actions are with what we say is important to us, I think can be really beneficial. Yay, that's your little 2023 New Year's pep talk right? New Year's pep talk. Uh, The other thing that's happening today, and actually I'm recording this yesterday. You're listening to this on the 5th. I'm recording it on the 4th of January. Another thing that I did today is I wrote an email to my list. If you're on my list, you're getting it today. And this email is actually a marketing email. It's an email that I wrote to encourage moms to join my membership program. And it's, you know, it's funny. It's funny to, I'm not a marketer. I'm a parent coach. I'm a podcast host. I'm a space holder. I am not a marketer. And yet I love, I'm always working towards sending you all emails that feel connected and personal and useful. I want to share with you, you know, the shows that are going live. I want to share with you the things that are um, happening in the community. I want to share with you things that are happening in my life. I really appreciate and get lit up by, you know, writing my emails and really keeping you all in mind. Like, I imagine you opening those emails and I want it to be interesting for you. I want you to feel seen. I want you to feel like you know me, like we have a relationship. And, you know, when I think about my offers like coaching or membership or even just talking to you about the free Facebook group, like I really want you to have an experience where I'm personally inviting you into these things because I know that they would be powerful spaces for you, powerful places for you, awesome opportunities for you to be supported in what you're going through. And so, you know, and part of that is being, is showing up real and honest and vulnerable. And so today, as you will see, if you open your email, if you're on my email list, um, you'll see that I kind of go back in time today and I talk a little bit about you know, my experience of moving into the teen years with my oldest and how hard it was, how hard it was for me to be with the things that are coming up and how a lot of that had to do with not feeling like other people were challenged by the things that I was being challenged by. 
I didn't see it in my peer group. I didn't hear about it um, with people that I'm related to. It wasn't something that I experienced as a teen. It was really, really isolating. And it was interesting to go back and to kind of remember that and really remember the way that I protected myself, but also the spiral and the free fall that I felt as, you know, Rowan moved through the challenges of being that like that mid adolescent period of time, you know, for her, that was like 15, 16, 17, sort of into 18. She is actually going to be 20. Oh my God. 20, two weeks from two weeks from today when this podcast comes out, which is amazing. And she's, you know, really grown into a, a young adult and it's been such a pleasure to witness and it's so powerful to go back and to remember the fear and the you know not being able to sleep at night and just a constant knot in my belly and tension in my chest and having to cut people out of my life who I knew or I believed wouldn't be able to provide me with space to be with what was happening, people that would have done a lot of shitting and judging um, instead of holding and validating and how hard that was, right? Maybe some of you that are listening, you, you are in that experience of just like, where are my people, right? Where are my people? Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first First box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. 
Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. You know, the interesting thing is now we're, you know, three years out from the peak of that experience and I have another child and and he's moving through challenging times right now. And it's so interesting how that, you know, I don't know if it's like, if I can really call it PTSD, but how that experience with Rowan and that pain and that suffering that my body was inside of that manifested in my body through her experience, like my body remembers that. And so now as I um, navigate some struggles that my son is going through, that that same physical response I'm noticing is coming up for me, right? But the difference between now and before, second kid, first kid, second round, first round, is I know that this is temporary. I know that he will grow through what he's going through. I know that there are gifts. There is expansion. There is possibility because of the struggle that he's having right now. I know that I have people that I can lean on. In fact, I sent out a post in my membership program yesterday, I was just really vulnerable and raw about what's going on with him. And it it just felt so different to have a community that I'm very invested in, super connected to, um, and that I knew and trusted could hold me in what has been happening. And, you know, I think that as we move into a new year, if you are finding yourself in a tough season of parenting, you know, if you're feeling like this is, you know, that like your family is is isolated, like you're alone, like nobody understands or could possibly be going through what you're going through, I'm here to really challenge you and challenge that belief. Um, and I'm here to say that there are, there are spaces in the world where that are safe for you to share vulnerably about your experience. And, you know, one of them is the living joyful courage membership, of course, but that's not the only space, right? That's not the only space. And some of us are really blessed with people in our lives who see us and hear us and validate us and trust us when we don't trust ourselves. Some of us have a close circle that can provide us with that and some of us don't. 
And regardless of where you find yourself, I just want to send out all the love to those of you that are listening because going through hard things is hard and it's scary. And with our teens, you know, I mean, you hear me talk about this every week with our teens, things can feel so fragile. Things can feel so urgent. We feel like, you know, that whole it's now or never. We feel like one mistake is, you know, a life changer. And in some ways, yeah, one mistake is a life changer. I mean, and I'm not talking about the mistakes of like, you know, that leave you, you know, no longer in this life. I'm not talking about those those mistakes, but I'm talking about like bad grades or even failing at something or dropping out of a sport that was something that was important to them or dropping out of school, you know, thinking about my own daughter. There are things that feel so monumental to us right now, to us, meaning us parents. And we feel like we have all this perspective and we know how things are going to play out. And I think that that's a really narrow-minded place to be for our teens. We forget that they want to live a good life and that they have perspective that we don't have on themselves. They are the only ones that are living inside of the experience that, that they're having, right? And they don't necessarily need us to remind them that we have all of this perspective, that we have all of this experience. That's not what they need. They need us to show up and to trust them and to be curious and to make sure that the message that we're sending them is we've got your back and you can do hard things. That's something that's come up over the last couple of days is, you know, looking at a couple different choice points with my son and really identifying, well, you can do this hard thing. Your choice is between this hard thing doing this hard thing or not doing that hard thing, but actually doing the hard thing, which will be the fallout, right? The fallout of not choosing the other. And also, you know, really working with him around the experience that he's having in his body, like the physical experience of anxiety and the physical experience of depression and the physical experience of just being stuck, right? Being stuck. I'm so grateful at our house that we have a living, breathing example that anxiety and depression can be temporary. You know, he has the experience of watching his sister go through and grow through what she went through and seeing her on the other side of it. And I think that's really powerful and I've been looking for professional athletes and celebrities and, and influencers and people who are talking openly about mental health to also paint the picture for him. Like, look, you know, this is something that people move through and grow through just like you are doing right now. Not as a dismissive, you know, this isn't, this isn't a big deal or everybody experiences this, but instead 
helping him connect to the fact that, yeah, this happens and it's hard. And look at all of these stories of people moving through it, including in our own household. So, yeah, that's what's on my mind. You know, that's what's on my mind. And and really more than anything else, you know, because as I share, what's important to me is always to keep it real with all of you. And I never want to share something from a place of, look at me, look at how well I did, or look at, you know, how evolved I am or how good at this I am. I'm steeped in the parenting conversation. I mean, it's every day, all day for me. I'm talking to other people about it. I'm learning, I'm growing inside of my experience. I'm training up, you know, through my professional development. So maybe that gives me a slight edge, but when it comes down to it, when the wheels, when the rubber meets the road, is that the term? I have the same kind of choice point that you have. Do I freak out? Or do I regulate? Do I chastise and criticize? Or do I connect? Do I withdraw? Or do I stay present? Right? Those are always coming up for me, just like they're coming up for you. And yes, I have had a lot of repetition around choosing to stay, choosing relationship, choosing to regulate. And I have had lots of experiences where instead I withdraw or I freak out (laughs) or I criticize, right? There's no perfect here. There's no arriving at now I've done my work and I'm just totally have it all together. Instead, what there is, is a daily practice of paying attention to the messages that our bodies are giving us paying attention to the stories that we're creating and the spin out cycles and the what ifs. There's a practice of recognizing when we are, remember the emotional freight train, you guys, from a few years ago? There's practice around noticing when we are on the emotional freight train, right? And the emotional freight train, you know, for me, when I was really in it with Rowan, It looks like not being able, like I mentioned, not being able to sleep at night, right? And not really realizing what was happening as it was happening, just knowing that I was totally caught up in my spin out, right? The freight train hooked me up, pulled me up, and it took me on the road, on the tracks to just crazy town. And by crazy town, I mean just in the whirlwind of... She's not okay. She's never going to be okay. How will she take care of herself? You know, worst case scenario, dead in a ditch, right? Just being in that storm, that cyclone of irrational thought and story and, and meaning that that wasn't grounded. Recognizing, whoa, okay, hold up. I am letting myself unconsciously spin out. What do I need right now? What grounds me right now? What's going to help me let go of this and find enough peace for me to sleep? Because I have to take care of myself so I can take care of my family, right? That's come up for me 
again, but this time I know what to do when I catch myself there. I get out my journal and I write down my fears, right? I get out my journal and I write down my gratitude. I feel my into my body. I slow down my breath. I notice my feet on the floor. I do a body scan, right? I, I'm willing to choose to take care of myself to get off of that emotional freight train, to get out of that pain and suffering cyclone. And, you know, I'm here to say willingness is real, right? A lot of us, myself included, there are places and there are domains even currently in relationships currently right now where I am totally attached to the pain cyclone, the emotional freight train. And it is a lot more challenging for me in those other relationships to release the, the grip, right? And let go of the attachment and to take care of myself and to change the mental dialogue that's happening, right? I've gotten pretty pretty good at it with my kids. Although right once I think I'm, I'm good at it, of course, <laughs> some kind of shit goes down and I'm like, whoa, okay. Another opportunity to practice, right? Other relationships, not so easy, right? Not so easy. So yeah, I'm just new year, new year, you guys, and plenty of opportunities to speak into the experience that we're having. And I think, you know, that was, is also like I've already mentioned, that's been the difference for me. And I think would be a different, make a difference for you is to really find those places where your real authentic experience can be spoken out, can be released through word and, and, and in the context of relationship. I think it's so powerful for us. And I'm telling you, not all relationships, not all friendships or support is the same. Like, I don't want someone to feel sorry for me. I don't want people, I don't want to share my hard stuff with people who judge me. I don't want to share the hard stuff with people who are then going to join me in my fear. I want to be seen and I want to be held. I want people to say, I believe that this is hard for you. And I see the work that you're doing. And I understand your pain and I'm grateful that you're sharing with me. I don't need solutions unless I've asked for them. I don't need stories that relate what I'm going through unless I ask for them. And, you know, when I think about the clients and the membership program and the the classes that I run, you know, that's really the space that I'm trying to hold for my clients. It's the space I try to hold for my kids. You guys have heard me talk about this, right? Like, you know, Roan was my teacher on this for sure, like coming into the room and sharing something with me and, and really checking myself, noticing my gut response, and then asking her, what do you need? Do you need me to listen? Do you want my opinion? Are you looking for solutions? What do you need? Um, and like, it's so respectful, right? And I think we can be, we can bring that level of respect to our friends and the people in our lives that are coming to us with their hard things. Maybe you're not 
struggling with your teens. Maybe you have a friend or a neighbor or a family member that's really in it with their teens. Think about how you've been showing up for them, right? And if you're not sure if you've been showing up the right way, quote, right, whatever that means, or in a way that's useful to them, reach out, reach out and say, you know, I know things are hard and I want to be here for you. And I'm just wondering, what is, what do you need from me? How can I best support you? Right? Ask them, ask them what they need. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. Um, a long time ago, I did these solo shows and they were pretty off the cuff and, and really the reason that they're off the cuff is like I'm sitting here in my little office space at my desk, at my mic, and I'm thinking about you. I'm thinking about you walking along on a path, on a trail, on the beach, on a road. I'm thinking about you driving in your car. I'm thinking about you cooking, tasking. I'm thinking about you listening to me. And I really want you to feel like I'm talking to you. So I want to drop in and not have some prepared. I mean, I I was prepared. Of course, I'm prepared. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew that I wanted to share about this email that's going out today um, and talk a little bit about the power of community. But I also really want the stream of consciousness with all of you and to be a conduit for just what is needing to come through me because as we move into this new year, I'm just really struck by how how hard it is to 
parent adolescence. And, you know, less about that actually, and more of just how hard it is to be an adolescent right now. And I'm in it for them. I'm in it for Gen Z. And I really want to be someone who can support the people that love Gen Z in a way that allows them to really grow into the amazing humans that they signed up to be, right? The amazing humans that they signed up to be before all of the shit showed up, right? Like, yes, I'm in. I'm in for another round. I come flying into the birth canal, flying through the birth canal, right? Out into the world, into the families that they're born into, who love them, cherish them, you know, and then all the conditioning starts to show up and all the messages start to show up. And then, you know, COVID and, you know, a different take on mental health and social media and all of these layers of bullshit that these kids are living with and living through. And my mission is really just to support the people that are holding up the guardrails, that are being curious and mentoring and loving and guiding these kids so that they can really come to a place where they feel like anything is possible and that they feel like they can be fully expressed humans and they feel like they can do hard things, you know, they can do hard things. Resilience shows up in a lot of different ways, but resilience is only something that shows up when we have been invited into it, right? Resilience is grown through adversity. Resilience is grown through challenging times and struggle. And, you know, like I said before, both my kids, I feel like their challenges have offered up so many gifts, like an insane amount of gifts for them. Hard to see it in the moment, but so obvious in in hindsight. And one of those things is resilience. And one of those things that I think a lot of our kids, if held the right way, if held a certain way, they can recognize, like, look at what I've done. Look at where I've come from. Look at how far I've gone and how much I've grown. And I think that that is so powerful. Lately, you know, Rowan has been reflecting on that and talking about that. And and she took her cat to the vet yesterday. And she's like, mom, I I walked in, I did it all by myself. And, you know, I was in at the appointment and I was bantering with the vet and I didn't have any anxiety. You know, this is the same kid that would spend 45 minutes in her car at Rite Aid ramping herself up to walk in because she was so full of anxiety. So... Yeah. I mean, this is big work. This is big work. And I, I just don't think we are designed to do this work alone. So find your community, find your community. And if you don't have one, or if you don't know where to look, check out Living Joyful Courage because the doors are open right now. Enrollment is open and and you can join us. Um, And it is a space where we're held and seen and heard. We see ourselves in each other. 
That's what I said in my email. We see each al- ourselves in each other. We share support, commiserate, and celebrate with each other. And it is a place to be held on our journey. It is a place for you. We can hold you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You, the one that's listening right now. We can hold you in whatever you're going through. And there's been some big stuff. The thing that I love about our community is while it does center the parent adolescent relationship, and that's what we come together for, there's been so many life experiences that so many of us have gone through that are outside of parenting that we're also holding space for. So members that have lost their home due to fires, um, people that have lost loved ones or have moved parents closer because of ailing health, um, some of the members have navigated family members with really big diagnoses like cancer. There's been job loss, divorce. We're mothers, but we're also humans and we're having that human experience. And I think the more that we can be open and we can share, you know, the closer we become to each other and the more capacity we have to be with what it is that's coming up. So yeah, that's what I have for you today, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you listened to my conversation with Casey Davidson on Monday. That was a really good one. And, you know, so far it's been a sober January for me and I'm feeling really good. And I hope that the beginning of this new year has brought you some peace and health and well-being. Um, and you know you can dip back in with me and do more of it as we move through the year. I adore you and this whole community. Um, and I just really hope that this conversation today is hopeful and helpful to you. All right. Stay tuned. Next Monday, I have Dr. Ann Louise Lockhart coming on to talk about ADHD in our teens. And I love her. She was part of the Adolescent Mental Health Mini Summit that I did a long time ago now, it feels like three years ago. Oh my gosh. And she's brilliant. So tune in on Monday for that. And I will be back solo with you next week. If you have any comments or questions or feedback that you would like to share with me, you can email me directly at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. All right, that's it. Peace, love. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I so appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for um, a community space to process or tease apart things that have come up on the podcast, I do have a free group on Facebook, Joyful Courage Parents of Teens. You're welcome to join us over there. Or if you're feeling really excited and inspired by the membership program that I talked about on today's show, head over to besproudable.com slash LJC com slash LJC. That'll take you to the landing page for the membership. Doors are open until next Wednesday, January 11th. So if you want to get in on that, now is the time. Again, you can shoot me an email with any questions that you have, or we could even schedule a quick call. 
to talk more about that. All right. All right. I just adore you. I'm so glad that we get to hang out with each other so often. Every time you pop in those those earbuds and tune into this podcast, I just makes my heart swell a little bit every time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful rest of your week and weekend, and I'll see you next week. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.